0: Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watch Twitches. Ooh, it's our last one from 2005. I love Twitches. I love Tia and Tamara. I've established this before. It's really good. <laughs> we already covered Tia and Tamara in 17, 17 again. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to go over Tia and Tamara. Mm-hmm. This is their first official DCOM. Yes. They, they will be in one more in they case were didn't know 27 at the time <laughs> well yeah that was when I was 21 year up. old yeah it's so strange that they made a decom where the main characters are 21 like this is right. their 21st birthday right yeah well that's also. I mean I don't know I feel like they were just like trying to like find a use for them and oh this is based off a of, book well the book I think takes place in high school this is based off a of book I tried looking it up but um but yeah I think they were just trying they don't look like high schoolers anymore <laughs> no. Um. Yes. So, so there's T and Tamara. Um, we also have uh, Kristen Wilson, who plays their birth mother. She is Mrs. Doolittle. We had Doolittle's daughter last movie, and now we have Mrs. Doolittle. <laughs> she looks so familiar to me, but I don't think it's from Doctor Doolittle. I think it's just from Twitches, because there are other people <laughs> in this movie who are the same exact way. Um, Patrick Fabian, who I always recognize mostly because of this movie. Um, I believe he's a series regular in Better Call Saul if you watch that. Uh he played Veronica Mars's um criminology professor in college. He like committed a murder and she found out. Great. Um he played The Pastor in an episode of Reba. I remember that. <laughs> um he was in Saved by the Bell the college years, and then he played another professor. I saw that. Clearly a lasting impact impact. Um he was also in just like one episode of like everything, like all of the law and orders, the CSIs, stuff like that. Um, we have the first lady of Shit's Creek herself, Miss Jocelyn Shit, who is not um, Kitty from Fresh Off the Boat. Is that her name? Yeah. I no, got those honey, two, honey, honey, not Kitty, my bad. Honey. I got those two confused. And so whenever I started watching Schitt's Creek, I had already watched Fresh off the Boat and I was like, "Oh, it's the same person." So, uh, I've realized that I'm basically like Julian Solemedia <coughs> when it comes to celebrities sometimes. Like if they even slightly resemble each other, I don't know who's who. It's true. So, <laughs> she's not she's uh, not. Her real name Fresh is Jennifer boat. Robertson, but yeah. she's Jocelyn Ship. Mm -hmm. Um, Arnold Pinnock, who plays Tamara's dad uh, we met in True Confessions. And Karen Holness. um, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Karen Holness. um, She was in, like, a couple... She plays Tamara's mom. She was in a couple other Doolittle movies. She wasn't in the original, but she plays Lisa Doolittle. I don't know who that is. Um, She was a recurring character on The 100. She was in Always Be My Maybe. Um, and she was in a lot of Hallmark and Lifetime movies, but she is black, so she was never the star. She was never on any of the covers that I saw. (laughs) Because, you know, Hallmark and Lifetime, hate black people. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all I have. There's not a lot of people in this movie. There was a guest appearance by Jake Goldsby and he is Toby on Degrassi. He played the kid at the beginning who wears a mask and then he takes off his mask and he's like, sorry, dude, trick-or-treat. And I was like, oh my god, it's Toby. <laughs> this movie was very obviously filmed in Canada. Because yeah. Jocelyn's so thick. Well, yeah, Jocelyn's there, and then this guy from Degrassi. If there's someone from Degrassi, you can guarantee it was filmed in Canada. <laughs> so Also, they say sorry so clearly. <laughs> yeah, they definitely did. Um, before we start, I wanted to. And in case you haven't seen *Twitches*, whenever I watched it this time, I realized that this story is *Harry, Harry Potter*, Potter <laughs> meets *Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe* meets Hamlet. Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> I <So>. said *Hamlet*. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's how it, I. It really pulls from a lot of different things, and I, and I don't blame them, because I feel like if I were to write something, I would do the same thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, maybe that's why I like this movie so much. <laughs> I mean, it does incorporate, like, the best parts of each of them, so I yeah. think that that's fun. Because, I mean, like, if I had watched this movie, like, just now, having never seen it before, not a fan of T and Tamara, um, I don't think I would have ranked it as high as I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh one of the other things I wanted to mention too was that I really appreciate that this movie is two black sisters and the the storyline is not about them being black. There's, yeah, there's, they're just sisters. I don't sisters. Think, they're just people. Yeah. yeah, and it probably was, yeah. Well, I was just I was just going to say cuz like I know like sometimes roles are written with like no eth- ethnicity in mind, but like they obviously did not audition like they were offered this. Yeah. Um but I just want to mention that because I know, like, The Color of Friendship, we had a main black character, but that was obviously about race. The Cheetah Girls, not so much, though it does, like, come up, kind of, but I wanted to mention that. We love representation. We love that it doesn't have to be... I love T and Tamara. Yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. We open on this very obvious CGI castle surrounded by ominous weather. Yeah, the older I get, the more I realize how things were not scary when I originally watched them. I mean, I know that things are also like continually getting better, so that helps. But like when I was a kid, and I would see the smoke in this movie, like the the darkness as they call it, I used to be scared of that. There is one scene that made me not watch Twitches like in full for a couple of years because it scared me so. We'll get to it. I'll <laughs> yeah. It, it's not CGI, though. <laughs> yeah, but... You no, know, uh, literally, the darkness is literally... It's just black smoke. Like, that's it. With a little bit of red, like, fiery stuff Yeah, sometimes you, it. like, see a face, but it's, like, in the smoke. So... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the movie starts out, like you said, it's showing the castle as this big cloud of smoke, like, covers it, and evil is falling over Coventry. Yes, yeah, so Alex uh, narrates. She says, The darkness raged across the magical land of Coventry, overpowering the forces of light. The twin daughters of the sun and the moon were born on Halloween, and so was a new hope. Um, and then we see these newborn babies just, like, placed in the middle of the floor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know who thought that was a I good don't idea. Just like in harm's way, and <laughs> also these are like literally newborns. They were bored that day. <laughs> they are silent. They're not saying a, a thing. They're yeah. also wearing these giant amulets that's like the size of their little baby <laughs> bodies. <laughs> like if you see like a necklace that like you know like lays on a human neck. Imagine that necklace on a tiny newborn but baby But it's mom. also, like, it's a big-ass, like... <laughs> it's, like, the size of their head, Yeah, it's so, it's so big for yeah. no reason. So one of them has this, like, little moon, and the other one has the sun, and they're placed in the middle of the floor, and in the middle of the floor, it's sort of, like, the symbol of, like, the amulets combined. So, like, there's the moon, and then, like, it's a crescent moon, and then, like, on the top of the point of the crescent, there's the sun. Um, so... So, she continues narrating. The prophecy says only the twin witches can restore Coventry's light. And we see the amulets shine. Mm -hmm. And she says, but can they escape the darkness on the very day of their birth? So that's when the black smoke with the red light enters the castle. And now it has, like, arms. Yeah, but, like, it's it's all just smoke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a man and woman walk in and grab the babies after they just laid them there five minutes ago. They're <laughs> like, hey, maybe we shouldn't put these babies in the middle of the floor and these, when there's an ominous evil force right here. <laughs> these babies' names are Apala and Artemis. Yeah. They are two girls. Well, Artemis is a goddess. Like, you know... Artemis is the goddess of the moon, goddess of the hunt. Mm-hmm. Apollo is her twin. This is Greek mythology. Shout out to Percy Jackson. <laughs> Apollo is the god of war and the god of the sun. And they just said, let's throw an A on there. It's a girl. Yeah, to make it feminine. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, the man and woman say the twins aren't safe here, so they agree to separate them in another dimension. Um, the, the man and woman are Ileana and Karsh. We don't learn that until much yeah, later. Yeah, until, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> until too much later. Um, and they leave the dimension before the darkness reaches them. So, Ileana takes Apollo to, like, this big, like, fancy medical hospital, and then Karsh takes Artemis to, like, I think what they're, like, trying to convey is a poorer hospital. Yeah. It's a lot smaller, and it's made of brick. Yeah, like, it doesn't look like a hospital. There's only a sign that says emergency, so I'm like, he took them to an emergency center. But it also doesn't look like it's, like, run down with, like. No, (laughs) and I think that this is supposed to be set in, like, the New England area, they never say for sure, yeah. but that's what it looks like from, like, the architecture. I think that's probably just because it's Canada, and maybe that also looks like that. I don't know. Um, yes, so... They drop them off at, like, different hospitals. Yes, and- we see, um, we cut to drawings of what we know is Coventry on the wall, because we see, um, like, the amulet on the floor, we see the castle that we just saw. There's even a walkway that looks like a Harry Potter walkway. Yeah. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> um, we learn that it's 21 years later, and like I said, she and Tamara are actually 27 in this movie. <laughs> Cameron, who is Tamara, uh, is wearing a, her son amulet, and she's drawing Which in, her, in her apparently, bedroom. as a baby, it's like, since she was a baby, she's just never <laughs> she's stopped wearing. <laughs> never taken it off. Can you imagine like a little two-year-old with, like a giant chain? No. It's sharp too. Or <laughs> well, yeah. sun necklace. Okay. I kept calling it a necklace and then it's later an on amulet. they're like, they say my amulet. Yeah. Who in their right <laughs> mind, in this dimension, calls a neck a necklace an amulet? I don't know. They also have, like, adopted parents. Like, they don't know what these necklaces are. Yeah, their parents would not <laughs> call them an ambulance. <laughs> Just like, oh, like this necklace you had when you were born. She'll probably keep it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's the only thing we know about your life. Yeah, but she is sitting in her room. She's drawing. And we see her parents try and sneak up on her. But she turns around and she, like, surprises them. And they're trying and, to, like, tell her happy birthday. But yeah. she's like, uh, you can never sneak up on me. They say, as long as the sun's up, she's up. Oh. Um, so, Mom... Cameron's mom picks up a sketch and tells Cameron, like, oh, this is a beautiful self-portrait because it looks just like her. And Cameron says, you know, she looks like me, but she doesn't feel like me, this portrait of myself that I drew. Yeah, so it's a portrait that looks like her, but she's sleeping, and she has a moon necklace on, and she has straight hair. Yes, Cameron has curly hair. Um, Mm -hmm. like, from this, like, first scene, we can see that Cameron has a very good relationship with her parents. Yeah. Um, so then, like, we zoom in on the sketch, and it transitions to Alex, Tamer, or Tia, asleep on the couch, wearing her moon necklace. So we know that that drawing that she made is Tia. Yeah. Or is Alex. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's woken up by her friend's daughter in a Halloween costume. I think it's her friend's little sister, but yeah. Oh, I thought it was her daughter. I think it's her little sister, because they say, like, mom, and something about, like, oh, oh your sister. <laughs> yeah. I always thought it was her daughter. Um, Anyway, the little girl... Uh, gives Alex a bowl of Cheerios, strawberry yogurt, and candy corn for her birthday. With a candle in it. With a candle in it. Um, Alex had stayed up writing all night in her journal, which is literally loose leaf in a binder. I never understood (laughs) that. She's like, oh, look at my journals. And it's just always loose leaf in a binder. Did they not find notebooks? She's an orphan. <laughs> she's been recently orphaned at the I age feel of like 21. 99 <laughs> I feel like 99 said notebooks would be cheaper than a binder with loose leaf. I don't know. Um, anyway, she says if the moon's up, I'm up, which doesn't make sense because the moon is literally always up. <laughs> well. Uh, we learned that Alex's mom died and she's living with her best friend Lucinda and Lucinda's mom, and I guess Lucinda's tiny sister. Um, and even though it's Alex's birthday, she goes to get ready to find a job today because, as we mentioned before, her mother passed away and she has no place to live. Yeah, and she's sleeping on their couch, so she's just kind of there. Um, so then we see Cameron is playing tennis at home with her dad. She has a big birthday party tonight and the caterers are gonna come and... It's a very, it's, like, their own personal tennis court at their house. <laughs> the most unrealistic thing about this movie is that it's their 21st birthday, and never once do they mention alcohol. I know. They I never <laughs> mention drunk. Too. They never <laughs> mention champagne. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they can't. It's, it's okay, if this were to take place in Canada, that would make more sense because it wouldn't be, like, their 21st birthday because right. they would have already been able to drink. But, but they so never established It's a 21st that. birthday party yeah, I, feel- <laughs> I mean, like if I didn't do anything. I don't like my birthday, so I don't celebrate it. But that's just a me thing. <laughs> I went to a restaurant. I had alcohol at the restaurant with my family. I didn't. <laughs> I, I had. I ordered a coke. I had homework to do that night. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So she's saying that she wants to do something different, and her mom initially thinks that she's talking about for the party, and she's like, "Well, we already have the caterer, and all these people are coming." And she's like, "No, mom, not for the party. With my life." She's like, I feel like something special is supposed to happen today. I don't know. It's a good feeling. Um, yeah. And so they're like, oh, what's wrong with your life? And she's like, nothing, but I'm 21 now. I think I need to do something different. And as she says that, she's like, I'll get it before the phone even rings. And her dad's like, how does she always do that? But she picks up the phone, and it's her friend Beth, and she asks if she wants to go shopping. Uh, so then we cut to Alex and Lucinda are walking outside. Lucinda's going to her job, and Alex, they're going to the bus. Um, so they get onto the bus, and Alex is just being super pessimistic. She's saying, like, I have a bad feeling about today. I think something's going to go wrong. I don't really know what's going on. And as and she gets... this trying to, like, be like, oh, like, you sure you don't want to do anything special for your birthday? And Alex is like, I don't have time to do anything special. My mother died. Very Harry Potter-esque. Yeah, again. <laughs> Tell them what killed they my keep, parents. They keep I calling... Mean, like, yes, I'm sure it's very traumatic when your mom died when, like, your only parent dies and it's your mother and it's only three months ago. Yeah, well, and sh- they keep calling her Orphan Annie. Like, they keep making <laughs> Annie references. She's 21. <laughs> um, so as she's saying this, um she says, tell your mom I said hi before uh, Lucinda's phone rings. And so, again, Lucinda, like, looks at her and then Karsh is sitting on the bus and he's like, oh, I always knew that she had a skill, like, as they just walk on, he's, like, talking to them, and they just kind of look at him creepily. Isn't it amazing, the things you can do? But Alex, like, a normal person, looks at him very, very weird. I just want to talk about Alex's outfit for a second. Yeah, she (laughs) She's wearing this the entire movie. Yeah, okay, so they're, like, jeans, they're not, like, super baggy, but they're not, like, form-fitting, and they're flared, and then she's got this, like, hippie, like, shirt with It's a, a tunic. A, a tunic with, like, a giant belt around it with a jean jacket. But, and the belt is not, like, at her, like, actual waist. It's not, no, like, it's her just, hips. Like, kind of hanging there. And then a jean jacket. And then a headband that, like, starts in the middle of her forehead and goes to, like, the back of her head. It's giant. It's not a good look. It was 2005. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Cameron's is not much better. It's not. It's a little better, but not much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, As they sit on the bus, uh, Karsh looks out the window and he sees that Cameron is driving her convertible. Her and Beth are going shopping. And again, uh, Cameron's talking about, like, I just feel like something amazing is going to happen today. Like, it's going to be a life-changing day. Um, Alex gets off the bus and Cameron and her friend are walking. And Cameron says that she wants to be more aware of her surroundings. She's 21 now. <laughs> and as she says this, she looks directly at yeah, at Alex, but she sees the store behind her and gasps, and she's like, my favorite store is having a sale. She's like, this is the life-changing thing that was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so Karsh follows Alex off the bus. Um, Ileana is watching Cameron from the store window. Uh, Cameron and Beth decide to split up. Cameron goes into the store, and Beth goes shopping for shoes. Um, And we see, like, Ileana and Karsh sort of, like, standing on a building, like, watching over them. Um, Karsh uses his magic powers to make help wanted signs appear in the store that cameron just went into so that alex will go in and hopefully they'll run into each other Mm -hmm. these signs are also in comic sans i'd like to say yeah so he first makes one that says we're hiring and she like walks past it doesn't think much of it so he puts up another one that says no experience necessary and again she like looks at it but keeps walking and then finally he puts up one that says we're desperate in comic sans (laughs) it's the worst thing i've ever seen Yeah, so Alex goes inside and essentially, like, begs the manager for a job. Well, as she does this, someone, like, hands her a dress and they're like, oh, here's the dress you wanted in a size 2. And she's just like, okay. Yeah, um, so the manager decides to just, like, give her a chance. So Alex starts, like, cleaning up the dressing room. She picks up a pile of giant clothes while Cameron is looking in the mirror in this outfit that she's trying on. And because uh, Cameron's looking in the mirror, and Alex has this giant pile of clothes covering her face, they don't see each other, so they bump into each other, and the clothes fall, and as they're going to pick it up, they finally see each other face-to-face in the clothing store, where these twins separated at birth meet for the first time. Hmm. Sounds a little... familiar, Disney. Familiar. (laughs) I also just want to say that Cameron, Tamara, is like this very fun, life-loving, like, party girl, Uh, isn't very serious, whereas has uh, wealthy parents yeah wealthy parents whereas alex tia um doesn't have as much money she's a lot more serious about her work she's a lot more uh knowledgeable about things and i read in the imdb trivia that they originally wanted them to have opposite roles but they asked to be <laughs> <laughs> their usual They're usual yeah <laughs> the usual <laughs> um if you don't know what we're talking about it's a plot to sister, sister. <laughs> yeah i feel like you would <laughs> hopefully um if yeah. not, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh my god, please. So <laughs> That's literally why I went to bear. Anyway, they scream in the middle of the store. No one notices them. Um Cameron immediately gets super excited. She's like, I knew I would have a good feeling to like I had a good feeling today, this is it. Like we're twins, we're sisters, this is amazing. Um, but Alex is, like, freaking out, and Cameron's like, oh, like we must have been separated at birth, like, your birthday's today, da da da, da and all this stuff. Alex, like, runs away, because she's just very overwhelmed. Yeah, Cameron follows her out of the store, in the dress, and she grabs her hand, like, this stranger's hand, and as they do that, she's telling her, like, hey, stop. As she says that, and they're holding hands, everything around them, like, slows down into slow motion, and they're, like, noticing it, and they're like, wow, that's weird, and then they let go of hands, and as they do that, all of the clothes fall off the mannequins at the store, and everything goes back to, like, Regular speed. I just want to say that underneath the clothes that the mannequins were wearing, they're also wearing undergarments it's that also are not very for sale. modest. Yeah, <laughs> they're like I, bloomers, basically. Like I know, like mannequins wear like bras and underwear if that's what they're selling, but I don't think they wear them like under the clo- <laughs> under the regular clothes that they're selling. This is a Disney movie. What is on a mannequin? That's inappropriate. <laughs> the form of a naked body. <laughs> Um, so Ileana and Cars are watching over. They're very happy that they finally met, but they're, wa- they wonder if they're in trouble for making them meet, which doesn't make sense In later in the movie. I don't well, know why yeah. they would be well, in trouble. yeah, well, I think they're just saying, like, does anyone know that we're doing this? We don't know this at the time, but they've been in this dimension for the 21 years with them. Like, watching they haven't over. been back in Coventry, so yeah. it doesn't really make sense. Um, so, back in Coventry, uh, Alex and Cameron's birth mother, Miranda, Her sun and moon amulet, the one that was, like, on the castle floor, shines, and she knows that Apala and Artemis are alive and they're together. So she runs to Thantos, um, who informs her that the darkness is outside the castle. She's like, the twins are alive, and he's like, no, 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 don't start again. But then she shows him the shining amulet, and he's like, ah, proof, I believe you now. (laughs) Yeah. So Thantos says they have to find them before the darkness does and Phantos offers to go alone because Miranda has to stay and watch over the people of Coventry that we literally never see. This entire castle is empty the entire time. And we don't see, like, any other land of, like, where the people of Coventry could live. Like, so, so we see, like, an occasional farmhouse, but no one's there. I don't know who lives in Coventry. <laughs> Not very many people. The darkness apparently killed them all. I guess. I don't know. We don't see Well, spoilers, never mind. (laughs) Um, So then we cut back to the other dimension. We see Cameron paying for the dress that she ran out in, and she's complaining. She's like, I wasn't trying to steal it. It's not even that cute anyway, even though I look amazing in it. Yeah, the Um, manager fires Alex. Yeah. For her 30 minutes of work. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Alex walks off, and so Cameron tries to follow her, and again, like, tells her, like, wow, this is so crazy this has happened, and Alex is just, like, having trouble accepting that this is real, um, and so Alex said that she knew something was gonna happen today, and Cameron's like, oh, I knew something was gonna happen today, too, and then Beth comes back, and so Cameron's like, hey, Beth, I'm gonna go hang out with my twin, because I found a twin today. So she leaves, and they follow. They go to Cameron's car. Um, Alex is saying, like, something horrible would happen. That's when they walk up to Cameron's car, and Alex gets in. Alex is very impressed. Yeah, it's a very convertible. Nice car. Yeah. She got it for her 16th birthday. Um, Cameron, at first, is like, she's like, why are you so, like, weirded out? She's like, oh, no, did you know you were adopted? And Alex is like, yes, my dead mother told me. Yeah. Well, she's like, my mom died three months ago. Uh, and so then at that point, Cameron grabs her hand again to try and, like, comfort her. But as she does this, all of these things on the car start going off. Like, the windshield wipers are moving and other cars are beeping and all this stuff. And they're like, oh my god, that's so weird that this happens. So Cameron's like, it's obviously something that happens when we, like, touch. We should try something again. And Alex is immediately like, no, let's not do that. Uh, but they do. And they end up switching outfits. Well, Cameron goes back to her, like, original outfit that she was wearing. Yeah. But then Alex is now in the store outfit that Cameron walked out in. Yeah. Um, and Cameron- I always thought they switched, but I noticed that this time. I was like, Cameron's not wearing her clothes. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, they hold hands again, and basically Alex switches back to whatever she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cameron takes Alex, Alex to her house. Uh, decorations are being set up for the Halloween-themed birthday party. Um, Alex is just amazed at everything. And, um, Cameron asks her housekeeper where her parents are, but they're not home yet. So Cameron takes Alex to her bedroom to show her, um, her, like, photo albums from when she was a kid that are in the dresser. But Cameron wonders if she has powers, like, just by herself, and she is able to make one drawer, uh, gently open. But then they try their powers together, and the drawer flies out and breaks against the wall. Yeah. Um, Alex notices Cameron's drawings on the wall. Cameron reveals she's an art major, so... <laughs> you are in college, apparently. Yeah, so I guess we know that Cameron is doing something. Yeah. Um, she, Alex notices the self-portrait uh, wearing her moon amulet, and Cameron's just like, I don't know, sometimes I just see things. Um, Alex notices another woman in the, in the, drawings, but Cameron is like, oh, I don't know who that is, it just, like, jars sometimes, but we know that it's their mother. Yeah. Um, they both are like, oh, look, like, I feel like I know her. Um, Cameron asks Alex to check the other closet for the photo album, because she hasn't found it yet, um, but when Alex opens the door, she opens the door to Coventry. Yeah, so they Narnia themselves to Coventry. Yeah. Uh, they both step through, and they're basically, like, in the courtyard of the castle, and, like, around the castle, the darkness smoke is, like, rising up. Mm-hmm. Um, and as they're talking, they're talking about how, like, this place seems familiar to them, even though they've obviously never been there. That's when Ileana and Carr show up, and they say that they have a gift of sight. And no, they... uh, Cameron has the gift of sight. Oh. Uh, Cameron has been here in her dreams, and Ileana gives her a hug. Uh, Karsh says that they've both been, like, watching over them, and they were the protectors and servants of their father, who died the day they were born. Um, they're talking, but, like, Cameron's being really loud, so they keep telling her to, like, be quiet. Um, Alex knows they were in in Coventry, and she knows that because she wrote about Coventry as a child and, like, her stories and stuff. And that's when Karsh says that Alex has the gift of knowing. Um, (laughs) They uh, mentioned the darkness, because, uh, Cameron asks, like, what's going on? Like, what, it, you're our protectors, what are you protecting us yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah, so Alex is like, oh, like, it's the darkness, and Mom is alive, and Karsh reveals that the future of Coventry is in their hands. Cameron's like, oh, yeah, like, this is so cool, but Alex says no. She's like, no, like, I wrote the story, I know how this ends. this is very scary. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, the stupid stories you wrote when you were, like, 13 were actually real? No. <laughs> I just had to write stories for my vocabulary class. Like, we had to include, like, ten of vocab words each week, so they were very bad. I once had to write a story, we were sort of kind of learning about, like, music notes. So, like, the letters that, like, made up music notes, we had to, like, write stories with those words in them. Like, cabbage was one. <laughs> Imagine if that was real. Cabbage. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so Alex runs off, and Cameron chases after her, um, and Ileana wonders if they should have mentioned that they're marked for death. And Karsha's just like, no, why would we do that? Yeah, so they both go back through the closet door, and back in, uh, Cameron's bedroom, Cameron asks Alex, like, what is up? She's like, our life is a fairy tale, that land is where we're from. And Alex is like, Coventry is not magical, or a fairy tale. And she's like, I wrote, but she never, like, explains, like, what's so bad about it. Yeah uh cameron opens the closet door again but the portal's gone and alex points to cameron's drawings um they're all coventry but with like the darkness and like spooky shadows around Mm -hmm. and alex says that dad was killed trying to protect them from the darkness and uh oh wait no she says dad was killed trying to protect them and so they're like who would want to harm us and that's when the darkness appears on cameron's kitchen ceiling yeah, um, and yeah. but Cameron is saying, like, I'm not scared of the darkness. I haven't been scared of the dark since I was seven. Yeah, she thinks it's an empty threat basically. And she's like, But Alex, like we'd be helping our mother, like you know that you said that and Alex is like, I already lost a I don't need to lose another one. Well, yeah, she gets defensive. I think she thinks that Cameron's trying to say, like, you can have a mom now, and Alex doesn't <laughs> want to, like, betray her dead mother, I guess. Yeah, so as Alex is walking away, Cameron's like, okay, like well, you can't just walk out on me. Like, we just found each other. We know that we're twins, and we were separated, and we're from another dimension. Um, so Alex agrees, and she's like, okay, we're in it together. Um, so the housekeeper downstairs finds that all the flowers that were in the house are on fire because of the darkness, and the darkness... Floats out of Cameron's closet, um, and the housekeeper who's outside sees, like, a face in the smoke looking up at Cameron's room as the darkness is, like, setting fire to all of Cameron's drawings. Yeah. Um, so then in Coventry, Miranda says that she needs to leave and find the twins because she's so worried now that she knows that they're alive. And Santos is telling her, like, you can't leave the country, or, like, not the country, you can't leave the land. Our people need you to protect Why? them. Coventry is such a horrible name for a magical dimension. I don't know. I think it was fine, but isn't it like an insurance company now? I it's something. Yeah, it's something. But I don't think <laughs> at least back then I didn't know what that other thing was. So, <laughs> um so yeah, she's saying like she needs to go find them and Thantos keeps telling her like it's a bad idea. What if it's a trap? Maybe the darkness is like already captured them. Um, but all of this stuff, Miranda's just like, no, it doesn't matter, they're my daughters. Thantos asks about Ileana and Karsh, because their bodies were never found in the fire. But again, Miranda just kind of, like, brushes it off. She's like, they were heroes, like, I don't want to hear any more of this. This is where we also learn that Santos was their dad's brother. So yeah. He is the uncle to Cameron and Alex. And his name is not Thanos, because that's from Marvel. Yeah yeah that's it did, did you not realize well no I just I keep wanting to say Thanos instead of Thanos have you ever even seen the movie with Thanos? no but I saw a car that looked like him it did not look like Thanos <laughs> I texted Elizabeth before work one morning and I said what's the one thumb looking guy from Marvel but she knew who I was talking about it was Thanos I'm gonna post that picture to our Instagram and y'all tell us if it looks like Thanos <laughs> <laughs> it's really good <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, we. uh, Uh, Yeah, he says. Santo says, whoever controls the girls controls Coventry's fate. And so, mom is like, find them. And he says, I intend to, with some ominous music in the background. Yeah, so then we cut back to Cameron and. Alex. Alex. I (laughs) forgot her name for a second. Yeah, Um, they decide to go look uh, through Alex's journals where she's staying with Lucinda. And again, when I say journals, I mean more binders with loose leaf. Um, Cameron is awkward with, like, how small her house is. When I say small, I mean, like, normal-sized. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Alex goes through her binders, and she pulls out one called The History of Coventry Island, written between 12 a.m. to 4 (laughs) a.m. It's very specific. (laughs) Um...
1: And they learn their preferences
0: for night and day. Yeah, they realize their day and night thing. Yeah. Um, Cameron's mom calls her, and Alex tells her not to tell her mom about everything, because it'll just, like, sound weird, and they don't need to deal with that right now. Yeah. Um, Ileana and Karsh appear outside the house, and Karsh uses these, like, glasses to see the darkness, like, zooming across the sky. Okay. (laughs) It's there. It's there, Yeah. Um, mom tells Cameron, she's like, oh, like, hey, I don't want you to freak out, but all the flowers got burned, and Cameron's like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) And she's Um, saying, I'm gonna bring a new friend to the party, her name's Alex. Yeah. Um, so Alex, like, grabs, like, five binders, and then they leave the house. Um, Ileana walked, tried to walk through the wall to, ca- to catch up with them, but it was too late. I don't know why they didn't just, like, go back outside. I don't know. They, they like, don't this whole movie, like, trying to, like, catch up with them to explain more, and, like, literally all they have to do is just, like, walk up to them. <laughs> they're very bad at their job. It's, like, I think it's was I don't know. I think it's just so we can get to know them and their weird quirks and how they bigger. Yeah, they're supposed to be sort of, like, um comedic relief, but... Like, especially, because Ileana's like, oh, like, fun, and she's so excited, but Karsh is like, oh, grumpy, and stubborn. oh. Um, so walking on the quad, it's like a quad (laughs) that they're in, um, they learn that their names are Artemis and (laughs) Apollo. Yeah. Sorry, I just think it's weird. I don't know why, like, Alex the whole time wasn't like, oh, like, I remember this, and I remember this. By the way, my name's Artemis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't understand how, like, she wrote these stories about twins and all this stuff, and then she finds out that she has a twin, and immediately she's not like, that's fucking weird. Remember all those, like, weird stories I wrote as a kid? Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um, Alex says she felt bad because she would, like, always, like, write about this mom to twins with magical powers. Yeah, she would write about this, like, magic world, and her mom would read the stories, and And at the time they lived in, like, this small trailer, and I think she thought her mom was, like, felt like she wasn't providing enough, and that's yeah, she, not what it was. Yeah, she said, like, she she always loved her mom, and she was never, like, angry or upset with, like, the situation that we're in, but she, um, yeah, she always said she always, she thought, like, there was never any proof, Yeah, but she thought her mom might feel that way. Yeah. Um, so, Alex says that when they were born, Coventry was in a war with the darkness. It destroyed everything its path, devouring the light, and stealing souls. We never really learn, like what that means. What the light means. It it just means that, like, the weather there is dark all the time now, and everyone's kind of sad, I guess. I don't really know. Yeah, and only the power of their parents combined saved, um, Um, Coventry. Yeah, could keep it at bay, um, until the twins came along. So his mom gave birth. Dad, who was also the leader of the light, had to fight alone, um, so the darkness had the advantage, because he was defenseless. So, in order to save the girls, he gave them all of his powers, and mm-hmm. when the darkness tried to touch them, their powers repelled it. And here, I wrote, Harry Potter much? <laughs> and, and we find this out later, the darkness got a scar from that. I mean, yes. it's, the, it's the opposite, but still. Well, go into, like, it, it, it even, like, it goes into it, like, a little bit more. Did we know this at the time? Like, at the, when did Harry Potter and the Harry Hollows hey. come out? When did we learn that, like, it was... Okay, you know what? We'll get to it when we get to that <laughs> point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then they're talking about, um, their uh, Al, mother, yeah, Miranda. Al says that Ma married their uncle, so now we know that Miranda is married to Thanos. Thantos. Like, Hamlet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and she never stopped hoping that they were alive. And at this point, there's, like, statues on the quad that have, like, eyes that are watching them. I guess that's Ileana and Karsh. I think so. It's not really explained. Um, and then they also talk about how they both have the feeling that Miranda is trapped and need their help. Needs their help. But they don't really talk anymore about that. They're just like, yeah, I think she needs our help. She needs our help. Yeah, so they go to the diner where Lucinda works for lunch um, they're amazed that they both hate pickles. Crazy. (laughs) They both order, and they're like, um, and no pickles. At the same time, they both go, I hate pickles, and they're like, ah! ah." Yeah, and so, Lucinda's watching this, and she looks, like, a little jealous, because that's her best friend, who has a recently found twin. Mm -hmm. Not even, like, Tia Landry and Tamara Campbell were that much alike. (laughs) Yeah, and so, um, She starts walking away, but Alex notices that she's like kind of upset. And so she's like, Oh, hey, this is Camry. This is my best friend, Lucinda. And they're like, Did you say Camry? Cameron. (laughs) Cameron. And this is my best friend, Lucinda. Camry is a car. Yeah, but it's a name, too. Dance moms. I did not make it that far. There was a girl. Was she white? I don't remember, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there was a Cameron who I believe was black in the later seasons. But. Yeah, she should go by, what's her birth name, Camry? I don't know. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so at the table, Cameron is going through um, these journals that Alex wrote, and she finds, like, spells in them. Alex is like, oh, like, they're not real, but Cameron's like, well, they could be now. Have you tried them? So, Cameron tries out a spell, and she makes a glass disappear, but not the liquid or the ice inside. And this is where, this is one of those things, like, when we have, like, movies and TV shows with magical powers, like, sometimes they need spells, and, like, they can't, like, get something without the correct spell, but sometimes they just point their finger and the magic comes out. I want to know the logistics. What requires a spell, and what doesn't? I think it's different in every world. Every magical world. I want to know, if you are creating something that involves magic, I want to know the in-depth details of what works, how your magic comes out. What do you need? Yeah, I don't know. I could never write something like that because I feel like I'd have to write, like, a rule book before I even wrote the story. Yeah, well, because, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, there's like she'd, like, go on a whole episode stuck in some trouble because she can't figure out the spell, but then, like, two minutes later, she was, like, pointing her finger... And, boom, Harvey's memory's erased. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so they start saying, like, let's make up our own spell. So there's this man who's talking loudly in the restaurant on his cell phone and <laughs> annoying everyone. They show, like, every single person in the diner, like, looking at him. like. Oh, Somebody would have so said something. Would have just been, like, go outside. Yeah. <laughs> but they decide that they're going to try and make his soda explode. So they just, like, come up with words on their own, and they, like, say the spell. (laughs) One of them says, like, the first line, and then the other one says the second line, and it always rhymes. I don't... (laughs) It's a lot of quick thinking. Yeah, and so his soda ends up exploding, and everyone laughs, and it's so funny. He gets off his phone, and... And so both of them, at the same time, do these same motions and say, go Go Twitches." Twitches! Go Twitches! And they're like, oh my god, I've been thinking about that all day. Twitches! Like We're Twitches! Oh, and my we god. have this little routine that we both thought of and it came out at the exact same time. Amazing. <laughs> um, Ileana and Karsh are sitting at the table watching. Uh, Ileana joins in and starts, go Twitches! Yeah. Go Twitches! <laughs> so then we get this little montage. We got the beat starts playing and I feel like this was replaced for Disney Plus. Because I feel like I would have remembered this. Yeah, I have no idea, but it does play as they do the little montage of trying out new magic. Yeah, it so and Karsh are following them the whole time. Yeah, they use a spell to change jack-o'-lantern faces from, like, sad to happy, but then they don't use a spell whenever this, like, paint can is about to fall on their heads, and they just stop it. Um, and then they don't use a spell to dress cat collars and drag or to pick an apple off a tree. I don't know. Um, as this is happening, Karsh is complaining, because he's like, they don't understand the gravity of the situation, they're just playing around with magic, and Ileana's like, they just found out their sisters, and that they have magic, give them what? some time. <laughs> um, so Alex and Cameron go back to Alex's house, uh, the darkness has arrived, and that's why Karsh isn't able to walk through the wall, and so just like, I don't know, go into the front door. Yeah. Um, Cameron asks Alex how to pull, how to open the portal door, um, so that they can try to find their mom. But at this point, uh, yeah, and that's when we see, like, the darkness, like, coming up through the sink drain. Yeah. Um, Alex says they're not going to Coventry until she's sure that they can defeat the darkness, but Cameron's like, "Mm, we're powerful enough. And as that happens, Alex turns around, and the darkness has, like, officially entered the living room. So it's just, like, the smoke that's, like, filled the living room and, like, making all, like, the lights go out. So they try to, like, go and run up the stairs, but the darkness grabs Cameron's foot- And, like, starts, like, pulling her down. And whenever Alex, like, reaches down and Cameron grabs her hand, the darkness, um, is, like, repelled away. Mm -hmm. So they run into a bedroom, and they close the door, but they've stepped through the portal again. Iliana and Karsh appear, and Cameron is very angry and freaked out and stressed that they almost died. Mm -hmm. Um, Karsh says that in their dimension, their powers are limited, so they couldn't, like, help them with the darkness. And Iliana tells Alex that she herself opened the door to Coventry, not them, because Alex just, like, opened the door, and she's like, I just, like, we need to get away, we need to get away, and that's how she did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Karch says that there can be no doubt in your powers when confronting the darkness next time, yeah. and when like, Cameron hears next time, she says, uh-uh, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, but for so some some the I, opposite of Yeah, earlier. they, like, flip-flopped. Alex is like, no, like, we can do this. We need to fight the darkness to see our mother. Even though literally five seconds ago she was like, we can't go back to Coventry until we can <laughs> yeah. do this. Yeah, but Cameron now is like, um, we're not powerful enough. Yeah. Um, and Cameron's just like, nothing bad has ever happened to me until now. I don't want to do this. Yeah, and Alex <laughs> is like, okay, well, it's happened to me. And Cameron's like, I'm sorry your mom died. It's not my fault. Yeah, and so they both, like, walk back through the portal, and Cameron drives away. Yeah. And then, Into the Rush by Allie and AJ starts playing. It's so good. Oh, I remember, like, seeing this, music video on the Disney channel. I love this song so much. I feel like it's so underrated. I love it. I feel like it it matches the scene perfectly. The vibe. Allie and AJ are re-releasing potential breakup song, like, so (laughs) soon. I'm so excited. I love Allie and AJ. Um, yeah, Cameron arrives home, like, 20 minutes before her party. She finds all of her drawings singed, but not completely burnt. Yeah, I guess the darkness didn't burn them all. Yeah, so we cut to, it's Cameron's party, everyone's there, Ileana and Karsh are there, and Cameron, like, finally walks down the stairs in this princess costume. Did you notice something odd about this scene? No. It's Tia the whole time. Oh. I wasn't looking that closely. I was too busy trying to take notes as I was watching. I can tell the difference between my girls. I was like, that's not Tamara. Also, you can clearly see there's no mole on her cheek. And know. then I looked at the IMDb trivia, and it was confirmed it's Tia in this scene. I don't know why Tamara wasn't able to do it. I don't know. Um, let's see. Beth she told everyone about Alex, but Cameron's like, oh, like, Alex probably isn't coming. And Cameron calls herself like vapid and shallow and wonders if it's wrong just like kind of like wondering out loud to want to keep her life the same even if it means putting someone else's life in danger yeah and beth is just like i know what'll make you happy let's dance and flirt with boys (laughs) and so she goes up to a random boy and is like here dance with him she tried she she doesn't know what's going on it's fine So then at Alex's, uh, Lucinda asks if it's time for them to go to the party. And Alex says, no, we're not going to go to the party. Lucinda asks what happened. She was like, you guys seem so, like, buddy-buddy earlier. And Alex says that you wouldn't understand. And so Lucinda's like, try me. And Alex says that she thought that she could trust uh, Cameron, but she can't. She can only count on herself. Yeah, and so Lucinda is just like, hey, what the fuck, dude? I've been your friend your entire life. (laughs) You are literally living with my family for free after your mother died. (laughs) Yeah, but Alex just storms away, walks to her room. She, again, is like, can I pull the orphan card? And Lucinda's like, no, but she storms (laughs) away anyway, into Lucinda's room. It's not even her room. Yeah, so then Alex is like, okay, like, I need to go to Coventry. Oh, I guess, like she said before, I can open the portal on my own. So then Alex says, okay, no rhymes, just thoughts to Open the door, and so, like, she's able to by just like believing in herself. And yeah, well, she does it one time, and it doesn't work, and then yeah. she tries again, and then it does. Yeah, so Alex successfully enters the Coventry Castle, and she immediately has this heartfelt reunion with mom. Um, Lucinda is like back at their house trying to apologize, but Alex has different. Alex has disappeared, and Lucinda thinks that she went to Cameron's party without her. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex tells mom about Ileana and Karsh confirming to mom that they did survive the war and that they've been watching over them this whole time yeah Uh, mom says that now that the daughter of aaron has returned light will be restored to coventry but they need her sister so they can team up and defeat the darkness yeah and by light like they literally just mean the sun i don't know (laughs) what this means i don't know they say something about like restoring the souls of the people yeah are they just all like in purgatory right now well yeah, well the darkness has been like eating souls. We know that. But has he eaten every single soul in this? Is it like the scream team where they're all like in a well just like waiting to get out? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they are. Yeah. Um, so we oh, wait, that? maybe no you know like how they talk about the Shadowland in the second movie? Maybe they're all there. <laughs> I don't I don't remember anything about the second movie, to be honest. I didn't remember most of this plot line. So, okay, it's been a while. so we come back to the party. Cameron is blowing out her birthday candles, and then she like kind of runs off, and everyone's wondering like what is up with her. Um, Mom catches up with her, and Beth had told her about Alex, her long lost twin sister that she found today. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron says that Alex isn't here because she wanted to find their birth mother. And mom reassures her that wanting to find your birth mother doesn't hurt her feelings. She's like, love is infinite, and I will always love you if you want to do this. Like, that's totally up to you. Well, yeah, and she's like, you loving someone else does not take away from the love that you have for me or the love right. that I have for you. Right, it's a very nice moment. Yeah. Um, so, Cameron decides to tell... Uh, she tells her mom that they're from a different dimension and that their mother is in danger and yeah, the she darkness. Just, like, tells and... her everything. And mom's like, oh, you haven't talked like this since you were a little kid. And Cameron's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you used to have nightmares about this darkness. And you uh, drew this, you draw this face that you saw, like, coming out of it in your nightmares. Like, we probably saved some, like, in one of your scrapbooks. I don't know why you'd say that. I don't know. Either. In one of your scrapbooks. So Cameron, like, immediately goes to go find it. So upstairs in the scrapbook, Cameron finds this drawing and this is the image that made me not watch Twitches for such a long time because it scared me so bad. It's literally, like, Thantos' face, he's, like, coming, like, straight, like, out, like, not, like, out of the picture, but, like, as if he's, like, coming out of the picture, and his nails are long and sharp, and that's what got me. I don't like it. Ugh, I didn't like it. I remember, like, I walked upstairs, I saw this on the TV, I went, like, immediately back downstairs, and I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, that didn't scare me. The smoke scared me more than that did. Uh, but I yeah. literally wrote triggering in my notes. <laughs> so she realizes that it's Thantos, even though, I don't know how she would know what, what Thantos looks like, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't they know don't explain do that. that but anyway, well, we see that it's Thantos because yeah, we know what Thantos yeah. is like. Yeah, so, so back like- at the castle, Thantos comes in and he says that the darkness overtook the North Gate and that Apollo is alone and defenseless and she's going to, like, get hurt or something. Yeah. Uh, so back at the party, Lucinda finds whoa, Cameron. Whoa, whoa, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry. Back yeah, at the, the party. the darkness is in the castle. Mom reveals that, yeah, Cameron's not there. Um And he tells Santos to go find her And he says, like, without Alex, Cameron is defensive Got it, got it, yeah. sorry <laughs> I lost, I lost yeah. where we were Back at the party, Lucinda finds Cameron And she tells her that she and Alex should be friends Because they're good together And Cameron's like, okay, I'm kind of busy right now, enjoy the party She's like, yeah, I got it, like, I, I'm busy <laughs> Yeah Um. At this point, we also see the darkness eat the housekeeper <laughs> Yeah Everyone at the party is in danger. This, this is like very frantic and very like, yeah, prickly. like all Everything the lights. Happens. All the lights like begin exploding. Everyone thinks that's just like part of the party or whatever. And Ileana finds Cameron and grabs her and tells her that they have to go to Coventry. This is where we learn that Eliana and Karsh have been dating off and on for the last 21 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they try to hold off the darkness, but both of them get eaten, I guess. Well, yeah, Karsh tries to like do it by himself, but he can only hold off for like so long. Uh, Cameron needs to get to Coventry. Mom and Dad follow her, and they they see her, like, try to start doing magic, and they're like, whoa, what are you doing? And she's like, I have to go. And that's... Yeah. Well, Cameron can open the door to Coventry, like, as the darkness is, like, appearing in her bedroom, and it's, like, getting closer to her, but as Mom opens the bedroom door, the darkness disappears. hmm Yeah, and then she, like, walks through the portal, she's like, nobody messes with my family and friends, so I guess this is, like, her motive For changing her mind. (laughs) Yeah, so then in Coventry, Thantos comes over and he's acting like there's something really bad going on. So he tells Miranda he's so sorry, but Cameron is already controlled by the darkness. And the castle must be sealed. But then Cameron comes out from the shadows and she's like, I beat you here by five minutes. So the jig is up. Yes, mom asked Thantos how Cameron drew his face coming out of the darkness, even if before it... uh, he said in the movie, he claimed he had never seen them before. Um, Thanos, like, tries to deflect, but Mom, like, ties him to a chair. With the curtains. Yeah, he still denies being the darkness, but then Alex and Cameron uh, take his gloves off. Uh, earlier, they they mentioned that he was injured during the war when he was fighting alongside his brother, but it turns out he was actually injured because he had the scars on his palms whenever he tried to touch the twins. Uh, so for 21 years, he has been draining Mom's powers. Um, <clears throat> Mom tells him that he must return all the souls that he's taken. Like, he's not denying it anymore. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm smoking <laughs> darkness. Um, he says no, and then, like, smoke of the darkness starts to, like, descend from the ceiling. And Mom tries to stop it, but, like, her powers are, like, too gone. He's, like, taking the all. And that's when Santos turns to smoke and is able to, like, slide out of the chair. Um, and then he takes, he, like, basically, like, eats Mom. Yeah, Alex and Cameron grab hands, and they're like, we have to do this by ourselves. (laughs) Well, first, for, like, a good five seconds, they're like, Alex, Cameron, Alex, even though they're, like, right next to each other. Yeah, they keep saying their names, and then they're like, okay, we need to focus and think of light, but it's not enough, what are they gonna do? And then they realize that light isn't the opposite of darkness, love is the opposite of darkness, so they're like, think of people you love. Yeah, and that's why Mom, uh, whenever she opened the door, whenever Cameron was in her bedroom, uh the darkness went away because all mom was thinking about, like, oh, like, I love my daughter, I have to, you get, get to her. And that's why the darkness was able to retreat. Yeah. Um, and again, okay, did we know this in Harry Potter, that it was Lily's love? Like, that's the thing that was, like, more powerful than Voldemort's death curse.
1: That I saved know. Harry. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I feel like it's implied a lot, but also like did I- J.K. Rowling <laughs> steal from well Twitches? on page thirty-two? It says <laughs> Dumbledore is gay. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't tell. Him. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) it is very Harry Potter. I haven't read the books in a very long time, and I know they don't like elaborate on this enough in the movies. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So love is the opposite of darkness. So they start listing people that they love, and they're like, my family. Yeah. They're Lucinda. They're they're holding hands, and like the light is, like, forming between them. So, like, with each person that they say that they love, like, a little light bullet, like, shoots up into the darkness. It's so <laughs> nice they say Iliana and Karshi, though yeah. they don't know them. And at the very end, they say, My sister... And then the final light is able to destroy the darkness. I'm not going to lie, I got a little emotional there. (laughs) (laughs) That's very nice. Um, Yes, the light expands, and it pushes the darkness out across Coventry, and the sun appears. It looks like morning sunrise in the castle, and we see a lone farmhouse that's not covered in darkness anymore. Yeah, and then we're just back to the other dimension, back at Cameron's house. Oh, all the souls have re- have reappeared now that the darkness it has is defeated. Mama's there, Ileana and Karsh is there. Yeah, and to celebrate, everyone's at Cameron's house for leftovers. Yeah, so Ileana and Karsh are arguing arguing over what dimension to live in, and Karsh thinks that this one is too expensive, and I agree. Yeah, but Iliana's sure like it's a lot cheaper <laughs> Iliana's like, but I wanna be close to the girls. <laughs> we we love them. It's also very much like, you know how like Hagrid dropped off Harry in Harry Potter and so yeah. he's always like, "Oh, I I worried about you, Harry and all of like all those people were there when they dropped him off on the doorstep." Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. There like like 30 people. Yeah, for this tiny child. I'm like hello, Dursleys. <laughs> this is not a Harry Potter podcast. Yes. Um yeah, no, so but instead there was just a single person who drop them off with the hospital how do you do that just like hello I have this baby here I mean they're magic so they could literally just like set it on a secretary desk and disappear I guess that's so weird <laughs> I don't know I mean I, I know like it happens but <laughs> but yeah so they're talking about what dimension to live in it's like a cute little moment but they're together again yeah the moms are bonding yeah Miranda's really talking nice. with Cameron's parents and they're like oh the it's girls really nice. are so special yeah. Um, Alex and Cameron are sitting with each other, um, and Cameron's like, I knew something wonderful it was going to happen today. And then they do the little go Twitches, go Twitches. <laughs> it's our birthday. It's, it's our birthday. birthday. And that's the end. <laughs> that is Twitches. That's twitches. And I stand by my statement of Harry Potter meets Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe meets Star Wars. With a sprinkle of Hamlet. Isn't Star Wars like Hamlet, or is that that's a different the Lion one? King? What? The Lion King? No, Star I know, but Wars? isn't Star Wars supposed to be, like, one of them, too? Um. I don't know. Anyone know no. more about Star Wars than us? We watched all, uh, six, six of movies them. in two days. Yeah. But we were asleep for, like, all the prequels. So. Yeah. I don't think there's anything of it. Well, I'm referring to, like, murdering your brother and taking his place and marrying his wife. I don't think that, I don't think Anakin had a brother. He was made of midi chlorians. Well, yeah, but and wasn't... And then Padme died. But wasn't that, like, a thing with, like, um... Darth Vader and, like, the whole, like, I don't Maybe know. Maybe it was a different Shakespeare play. About even, like, bath or something. I don't know enough about Shakespeare or Star Wars to make this comparison, so. Yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> We're gonna get copyrighted. Oh, no. By Harry Potter, Puppet Pal. <laughs> did you have any uh, particular quotes that you wrote down from this? I did not. I did not either. Um, yeah, it was good. The script... It was fine. <laughs> it was nothing spectacular. I mean, yeah, like I said, like, looking back, Tia and Tamara carry this movie. They do. I love Tia and Tamara. <laughs> I recently watched all of Sister Sister. It's so fucking good. I watched the reality show, which I mentioned. They're very much alike in real life, <laughs> which is not displayed in the projects <laughs> they've done together. Um, but, yes, I love Tia and Tamara, and I think there's so many like plot holes and unanswered questions and things that just like don't make sense that if I didn't like love Tia and Tamara like I do and loved this movie whenever I wasn't scared anymore as a kid (laughs) I would have ranked it a lot lower yeah I mean I thought it was fine it was not as good as I remembered it being but it was still good and like the sentimentality is there like for as for an original like Disney Halloween it's pretty good at like not being a Halloween town yes so, I agree. How did you rate and rank this? I gave this a 4 out of 5. And I put it at number 14 below model behavior and above true confessions. I also gave this a 4 out of 5. I rated it at number, or I put it at number 11. Double teamed is above it. And Halloween Town High is below it. And next week, you guys, we're watching High School Musical. So <laughs> here. It's going to be we a made long it. one. I don't know if we should just, like, give a very, very brief like go walk through it because I feel like it's gonna take so long to talk about like the memories associated with it. Should we do it? two parts? I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna be entertaining like two parts. Maybe. I don't know. I mean it's gonna be no a one long one. No one talks to us so they you're not gonna tell us your feedback. It's gonna be a long one so. Well, maybe we'll just cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what it's like. It's gonna be great but also 2006 is a fucking banger year of DCOMs. I'm very excited. The next one after High School Musical is Cowbells. <gasps> More Allie and AJ. Allie and AJ. I'm, I'm really excited, so stay tuned, guys. It's getting good. It's and good. we were talking about where any of the holidays ever going to match up? High School Musical is a New Year's movie. <gasps> and next year, next week is New <laughs> Year's. <laughs> next year is New Year's. I guess it technically is a New Year's movie. <laughs> um, The first scene is New Year's. And if people are going to say Fight Club is a Christmas, or... Yes, I get those two confused. I don't know why. I've never seen either. I was like, you've never seen either? No, (laughs) no. But if people are going to say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it takes place during Christmas, then High School Musical is a New Year's movie because the first scene is New Year's Eve. There's been a lot of, like, big claims recently that, like, any movie... Like, people are saying, like, Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. Like, just because there is a Christmas scene does not mean it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I was going to say, if people are going to say that, then Lady Bird is a Christmas movie. (laughs) Lady Bird is also an easter movie a thanksgiving movie a A theater kid movie but everyone knew that already (laughs) the top tier theater kid movie (laughs) uh ladybird and high school musical have nothing to do with each other but we got off topic so that's it see you next week it's gonna be a long one